Coming live on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. A new day brings new topics. Our sports talk brings extensive debate and analysis by the host, expert contributors, and callers. We discuss it all. Join us weekdays at 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. All right, we're here. Never had it so good sports talk radio. And college football season is here, and the NFL is right around the corner. Get in my co-host, Duck Riley, and also my co-host, Tim Moore. Gentlemen, how are you all doing? Doing well. Hanging in there, Precious. Awesome, awesome, hanging in there. Duck, so no more trash talking. The week is here. You know, so whatever you got to say, we want to see it tonight and tomorrow night about your your your, your Mountaineers and Penn State. We can stop all of this, you know, stuff. The game is upon us, and I can't wait to get Doc in here on that. But your thoughts, um, Duck, before we get started? Well, it's, it's on our agenda tonight, so I'm not going to say too much about that. But all okay. I all I know is we we aren't. That's that's all I'm we saying. We aren't. Mm-hmm. And you and, and you just love Kirk Herbstreit because he said the Mountaineers are gonna win by two touchdowns. So Kirk hey, Herbstreit, hey, he's the best commentator going. I, I I love that guy, man. <laughs> yeah, he knows football, doesn't he, Doug? Oh, <laughs> oh wow! Did he say that for real? He sure did. He sure oh, did. Wow. Yeah. See, even Tim doesn't believe it, and he. He's, he's oh, 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 no, oh, I mean, oh, I, oh. I hope they, I hope they do something, but I, I just hadn't heard uh, what her, her said. <laughs> hey, anything but a few people, I believe, Urban Myers and Kurt Hersey. That's, that's okay. only two I believe. <laughs> all right, Tim, just you and I gonna do this show. We just gonna cut his mic off <laughs> okay. with Urban that foolishness. <laughs> Urban Master, for sure. <laughs> Let's get some guys in here to make sense of this. Doc, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. And all I can say is, Doc, say it with your chest, man. (laughs) 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 Go ahead, Doc. Eventually, they're going to have to play the game. They do. I I want to say to I want to shout out to the DJ that coming in music. I was bobbing my head a little bit. Okay. All right. Yeah, which I hope to be doing on Saturday night as well. It, you know, he blew out blew out his ACL and his and and his Achilles. So <laughs> Duck really did. Yeah. <laughs> Duck on injured reserve this week. That's the only way. That's the only way Penn State will win. <laughs> Is you are on IR? I can't believe it. Okay, let's get in. Let's get a um, tall, light-skinned brother to make some sense of this. How are you, Larry Tisdale? What's going on, fam? I don't even know where to start. <laughs> yeah, this, this going to be interesting tonight. I don't I don't want to take a shot because he's injured. Okay. I want to jump on him already. Not, you don't want to take a shot because he's injured? No, oh, he's, I came yeah, from school yeah. while he's while he's down, make sure he stays down. <laughs> Man. All right. Yeah, that's, that's a tough one. That's tough right there. Let's see who we got. Um, Will Harris, how are you? Good evening. How are you doing tonight? Doing good. Doing good. Doing good. Mm-hmm. Who's my last one, Duck? I can't remember here. Carlos. Um, Carlos. Carlos. Here. I'm here. Uh-oh. Hello, everyone. Hey, Carlos Bradley. What's up, Bradley? How are Bradley? you doing? <laughs> it's gonna that be former, good. That former Wake Forest quarterback had a good weekend. Yes, oh, he did. did. Yes, he did. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nineteen. Everybody for keeps saying it was Navy, but he looked good. Yes, he does. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he's a good player. He's a good player. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. All right, Duck and Tim. Um, let's right. get started. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off with what I call open mic, just kind of what you saw this weekend uh, with, uh, with, with college football or the Olympics or whatever you want to talk about. I want to start it off talking about did USC's defense improve at all? I don't know. I'm, I'm just putting it out there because San Jose State was moving the football on them. 
Yeah. Well, you know, Santa Rita is a powerhouse, though. Go ahead. Go ahead, Doc. <laughs> no, I was being facetious saying San Jose State's a powerhouse. But, yeah, I, I think that, uh, you know, I don't think they fixed their their woes from last year. I'm, I'm sure their offense is going to continue to be potent. But um, they they got to do a little bit more as far as on the defensive side of the ball. You know, okay. 19 of their 22 players last year came from the portal. So right. I, I think the fact that they did so well last year was amazing, actually. I think it was amazing. And so when the year we thought they would have growing pains, which was last year, I think it might be a whole different who am I, where am I, where do I fit in this. We know Caleb Williams is our is our star, but what's next? Where do I fit? So they might have some internal issues, particularly on defense, since the mm. offense gets so much notoriety. Yeah, mm. and they, they got about seven or eight new guys on defense again. So I wanna to come to uh wanna to come to you, Larry. Open mic, what you what you got for us this week? You know, I, I enjoyed watching the World Track and Field Championships. Um to see, to see the U.S. to rebound, especially, specifically Shakiri Richardson uh, to bounce back. And I was particularly interested to see how, if she won, as she did, how she was going to be accepted by the fans and uh, the, the Jamaicans. And it, and it appears that the Jamaicans have kind of always had her back and, and told, uh, you know, everybody to leave her alone. And Shakiri, in her interview, said, I don't care about anybody. You guys turned your back on me. So she, she was running with a vengeance. So to watch her, Noah Lyles, and the rest of the team, the U.S., uh, uh, it, it was a joy to watch them again dominating the sprint. Okay. Open mic. You got it, Will Harris. What you got for us? Yeah, I watched the Notre Dame-Navy uh, game. I thought uh, Notre Dame looked good. They dominated up front in the trenches. Finally have a quarterback. I think uh, Sam Hartman was a great acquisition for them is just kind of a position they've been lacking for a long time. But my question is, when is Navy going to modernize their offense? I think if they want to ever get back to being competitive football team again, are they going to still run this triple option? And every time they get down a couple scores, it seems like they're out of the game. So we'll see where that goes as far as that. But I'm good, looking forward to seeing this Notre Dame team play again this year. Okay. Uh, open mic, Princess, what you got for us? Well, a couple of things. I thought um... – USC didn't look as good as I thought they were. You know, I think some of us said last week that we thought it was going to be a drubbing by USC, but um, that defense let them down. Also, Caleb Williams being the Heisman Trophy winner, um, I think he's on another level. He's out throwing, you know, um, out the first pitch at Major League Baseball games. He's on these different shows, and I think that takes away from some of what he needs to be doing um, and the focus. Um, getting to Notre Dame and Navy, I did not know that Navy um, helped save Notre Dame financially, you know, 40, 50 years ago. And, and since yeah. then, that they have yeah. agreed to play that game as long as Notre Dame and Navy wanted to play it. Um, and you could see the camaraderie. Each team after the game went and sang the, you know, the fight song of each, and they all went to Navy first and then all came to Notre Dame. But I didn't know that back history. Um, I should have asked yeah. Alessa. Um, or Tim Moore earlier, you know, <laughs> about that. But um, Sam Hartman is the real deal. And yes, um, his maturity really reigned true. I don't care if it was Navy or not, it was still a game. And um, I like what Marcus Freeman had to say, and that is, is that he saw the defense very well. And he was able to apply what he knew in the defense. And, and he said, that is the best thing that we're going to take from this. And Ireland – Streets were packed. You should have seen. I mean, there were thousands. Um, it was packed, and, and that was just good to see. I didn't realize that game was going to be overseas. Okay. Uh, open mic. What you got for us, Tim? Yeah, I I, I just noticed uh, Sam Hartman was impressive, and I, I don't know if Notre Dame has the speed um, to play with the top four or five teams in the country. But I think they could be a top five team, perhaps, uh, with Sam Hartman by the end of the season. They they look really good to me. Um, so that that's one thing. USC's defense uh, doesn't seem to, as Doug was mentioned, it doesn't look like it improved anything uh, beyond what they showed against Tulane in that fourth quarter uh, of the bowl game. <laughs> 
and then and then finally, uh, I, I put in the thread yesterday, and, and I hate to be uh, uh, such a downer, uh, but I've been getting hurt by the Jets so often. I think Carlos was the only one last week who who uh, agreed with me that the Jets hype might be a little bit too much. But I looked at their schedule to start the season. They play the Bills, then the Cowboys, then the Patriots, then the Chiefs, then the Broncos, Eagles, then the Giants, and the Chargers. Every one of those teams was a playoff team except for the Patriots and the Broncos last year, and the Jets did not make the playoffs. Um, they could conceivably be three and six, or, or, or two and six, or three and five to start the season. And if that happens, ooh, that New York media is going to be killing Aaron Rodgers. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I'm going. I'm going four and four. I, I believe in Aaron. But uh, Doc, open mic. <laughs> yeah, they're four and four. I mean, then their, their schedule is easy. Um, <laughs> so I go a little bit off script. I was, uh, you know, finishing up watching baseball, the Little League World Series with the uh, with El Segundo and um, and Curacao and. Um, you know, it was, it was good to see kind of Curacao play. That they lost actually last year in the championship, but from the the comeback being down five to one, the grand slam to tie it up, and then you know walk off. It's always exciting, whether it's in the major leagues or little league. So that was kind of exciting to watch those kids play. Okay, Carlos, open mic. What you got for us? All right, uh, I'm going to echo some of the sentiments of uh, previous. Speakers, but the whole Sam Hartman story, you know, I, I got to know him a little bit um, in the last couple of years going down to Wake Forest, and he's just a solid, well-rooted guy. I don't know if some of you know the backstory with him. He had a hardship year because a dear friend of his, who happens to be a black guy, died, and he couldn't play football. Like, he couldn't pull himself together. So he took the year off, and then he came back and played the last two years at Wake after that. So wow. I think j- just his whole story, he has he has that young man's name number tattooed on him. Okay? So it was, we talking dear friend, close. And, it, I mean, he just a, is a well-grounded young man. And, and I think this might be one of the stories with, an NIL deal or in the portal situation that actually works out for the good. I mean, he stayed at Wake. He broke all the records at in the ACC and along at Wake Forest. But the the style of offense that they ran, which was with this long draw action with the back, but what it did for him was get him looking downfield and learning and reading and doing his due diligence. And he wanted the chance to play in a in a more pro-set offense so he could show he has those skills. And I think what we're seeing now is the byproduct of that with his vision down the field. What I thought was in question might be a little bit of arm strength. I knew he had a touch, but where his arm strength was. But 19, 19 for 24 in a, in a big game, Navy or Sisters of the Poor, I think it's still a good showing. Um, so moving on, what else I watched was Simone Biles. And just watching her artistry and performing in, in, in these championships and being one of the greatest gymnasts, if not the greatest gymnast ever, I think needs to be pointed out. She's just Amazing, with a bad ankle. Yeah, okay. that's eight for for Simone Biles. I, I didn't I didn't know she had won eight national championships. So congratulations to her. Yeah, I want to uh, stay with you, Carlos, because I want to talk about upcoming games uh, this weekend. We're going to start on Thursday night uh, with Utah and Florida. Tell me who you got, and then Minnesota and Nebraska. I got Utah, um, strong team coming off a strong year. 
Florida, I think there's some question there in putting things back together. Um, they got a lot of talent, but it's you never know how it's going to line up and perform. And then, I'm sorry, Minnesota and Nebraska. Wow. I'm going to – I'm actually – I hadn't looked at this one. But I'm going to go Minnesota. I'm going to go Minnesota just on a guess. I wanted to go with the brother – but uh, he's still at Nebraska, but I'm going with Minnesota. No, Matt Rule is in No, Matt Rule is now. Right, right. Yeah. That's right. He yeah. took over. I'm going with Minnesota. Yeah. All right. Uh, Doc, Utah, Florida, Minnesota, Nebraska. You know, I have to agree with Carlos. I, I think Utah, because um, I think Cam Rising is playing. Um, so, you know, he's their heart and soul of their team. And it's at Rice Echo Stadium in Utah, and I know it's kind of hard to beat in Salt Lake City. So, um, sorry about that, um, Princess. And then Minnesota, Nebraska, uh, you know, Minnesota beat Nebraska last year in Lincoln. And so I think they'll do the same at home since PJ Flex got them rowing the boat. So I got in uh, Minnesota. <laughs> Uh, all right, Ryzen is still up in the air, Doc. They, they don't they don't know if he's oh, okay. ready yet. Uh, okay. But uh, coming to you, Larry, Utah, yeah, Florida, I, Minnesota, I'm going, I'm going to go with Ryzen still playing. And if Ryzen's still playing, um, he's hard as the better quarterback. As a matter of fact, I'm not sure who the quarterback is. I know earlier today they hadn't made a decision on it. Um, I don't believe uh, who the starting quarterback is. And and then also, I guess, for the weather, uh, they're going to be uh, traveling some extra uh, travel and staying over in Dallas. So uh, Utah strong, uh, a strong team. I, I expect them to, to win this probably, you know, double digits. Um, and as far as the Nebraska-Minnesota games, uh, I am a Sean Deflect uh, coach, uh, a fan of his, but – you know what? There's something about Matt Rule, you know, where he's gone. I know what he did at Temple, and he brings some swag. And I don't think they've had, like, a real swag where they believe in, in that coach and that program in a while. And and I think somebody just mentioned that they came in and whooped their butt last year. So I'm, I'm picking a – and I'm, I'm imagining it's an upset. I'm, I'm going with Nebraska on this one, hoping so that they could return to, to something that they've been in the past 25 years. Okay, uh, what about, uh, let's go with Princess, Utah, oh, Utah, Florida, Minnesota, Nebraska. Y'all jokers. Oh, y'all pick Utah. Okay. <laughs> you knew it was coming. You know, I don't know what the unknown product is with Graham Mertz, but I'm not picking against um, my team. Cam Rising, um, they haven't ruled in or out, and um, I, I think that's a game-time decision. A torn ACL in the bowl game, I don't know how ready he is. Um, but in Florida's only returning um, eight starters, but they are returning the two running backs, um, um, Travis Etienne's brother, and, and they're returning two wide receivers. So if Graham Mertz can give us anything, but um, they're not a, a two-digit favorite there. Um, Mr. Larry Tisdale, they're not even a touchdown favorite at home. So I'm going to pick my Gators for the upset because they are ranked um, for sure, and I'll get to you later, later Tisdale. But um, And then, you know, Matt Rule is, is new at Nebraska. Um, they have a transfer quarterback from Georgia Tech, but I just think Minnesota um, is more ready than they are. I think there's a lot of recovery that's going on at Nebraska for sure, and the line is 7 uh, seven-point favorite from Minnesota. So um, so I'm picking clearly Florida and Minnesota. Okay. Uh, uh, Prince, before I get to Tim, I want to ask you, uh, so they, you're saying Florida has already picked that quarterback? Yeah, Graham Mertz, transfer okay. from Wisconsin. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, just, I just thought I saw in the news that they, they were having tryouts. Okay. All right, Tim. Okay. We got to get to Penn State, West Virginia. So, okay. Oh, my goodness. Okay. 
like I like Utah. I, I don't know if any of you all ever played out there, um, but they tell me that that air is a real factor, and um, and if Rising is healthy. Yeah, I, I I've heard rumors that he probably won't play, and they just don't want to tell anybody. But if he plays and is somewhat healthy, uh, I think that 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 altitude might have an impact. I, I remember a Miami Hurricanes went out there and lost to BYU one year. Um, that and I I think there's a, just a huge difference in the air in Florida and what they're going to have to play ball in out there in in Utah. So. Uh, that might be a factor in the ball game, so I'm, I'm going with Utah as well. Um, in the uh, Minnesota Nebraska game, I'm going with Minnesota. Okay, yeah. I, Can I, I just Cam, say Cam Rising played last year and they lost? Okay. Okay. All right. And maybe Carlos <laughs> can kind of help me out on this. And we we both played out in Denver, and that area is something else. I don't know. And yeah. Utah's not far from Colorado, so I don't know if you can speak on that, uh, Carlos, or not. Well, I mean, I played out there for a few years, and to be honest, it didn't really affect me. Um, I always thought it was just more chance to play because guys were always running off the field. But it is a real <laughs> thing. I've, I've gone back in in later years and walk up a stair, some steps, and you got to take a few breaths. So it is a real thing if you're coming from level ground and then going to elevation. So it is real. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Will, I want to come back to you, Will, with uh, Utah, Florida, Minnesota, Nebraska. Yeah, first game I'm going to go with uh, Utah. Uh, Cam Rising will obviously make a big impact on that game if he plays or not, but playing at home and that, uh, altitude. They got some starters coming back. Uh, I like their how they play. They're tough. Uh, Florida has a lot of great athletes, but I'm just un- we don't a lot of uncertainty at quarterback. They lost Anthony Richardson to the NFL, who was a big piece of that offense. So I'll go with Utah in a close game there, and I'm also go with uh, Minnesota. I think Matt Rule is a good, better fit for the college game, but at uh, Temple and Baylor, it took him a couple of years to rebuild those programs. So I think the expectations should be low in his first year. And uh, Minnesota should be able to pull that one out as the favorite. Okay, I'm going to stay right with you uh, for the, the game on Friday night. It's going to be Louisville versus Georgia Tech. Yeah, that should be an um, interesting matchup. And you got Louisville's new coach, Jeff Brown. Uh, I think he was a former player there, actually, in his first year. Uh, they got a lot of players at the portal um, there. So I'm going to take uh, Louisville uh, in that game. I think Georgia Tech still in somewhat of a rebuild mode. So I'll take uh, Louisville in a couple a t- a close game as well there. Okay, uh, Tim, Louisville, Georgia Tech, both both uh, schools have new coaches. Yeah, that's that's usually a pretty good basketball game. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure what to expect with this. Uh, I'm not really looking forward to that one. I, I'm just going to go out on the limb and say Louisville. All right, Princess Louisville, Georgia Tech. Yeah, both coaches are are new, and both coaches played for their prospective teams. Um, right. So you know, both areas are coming up. But um, I, I'm going to go Louisville. I think Georgia Tech is still trying to recover and get some stuff done. So I'm going Louisville. Uh, Carlos, Louisville, Georgia Tech. I'm going to go Louisville. I'm going to go Louisville just because, you know, I think they might have it together a little bit more with the new coaches coming in. But I believe in their program a little more. Okay. Doc? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I know they have a new coach, but they came off, you know, last year. Um they beat Cincinnati actually in the bowl, and they were eight and five. So I think they have more to um, to work with going into this year. So I'm taking Louisville, even though it's in Atlanta. But I'm still taking Louisville. Okay, all right, Larry. Yeah, I'm jumping on the bandwagon. You know, Louisville had a, a, a really good year, well, a decent year last year at eight and five, and Georgia Tech probably struggled a little more with their losing record. Um, I, I think Louisville is a little more loaded in talent. I think Princess may have mentioned. Uh, yeah, Georgia Tech, I, I'm just not sure that program is where it needs to be right now. They may be rebuilding. I don't know what they did in the portal. 
I like Louisville and the talent that they have. Okay. Bye, Tim. Yeah, let's uh, let's get to the weekend games. Uh, there should be some pretty good ones here. Um, let's uh, go to Doc first. Uh, what are you thinking about uh, Virginia Cavaliers, uh, second-year coach out of Clemson, um, uh, you know, getting his feet wet, probably has, has – a year, uh, year, maybe two years of recruiting under his belt now, going against the Volunteers, who had a tremendous year last year. What are you thinking? They're playing in Nashville. Yeah, yeah, I know my my home state UVA is playing, but I think Josh Heupel has something going there um, in Knoxville. And even though they lost Hand Hooker and the receivers, I know um, you know Joe Milton. He he played some last year after Hooker got hurt, so I think he's ready to go. And then they have a a few returning receivers, I think Squirrel White and Ramel Keaton. So I got the Volunteers. Okay, Will Harris, what are you? What are your thoughts? Uh, UVA and uh, Tennessee and Nashville. Yeah, I'm going uh, Tennessee big in this one. Uh, I thought the quarterback Milton played well in the bowl game when uh, Hendon Hooker went out last year. I think he'll carry that momentum into this year. A lot of weapons returning. I think. Heupel's building a good program there. UVA, uh, he got off to a slow um, – Coach Elliott got off to a slow start in his first year. I still think he needs another year to kind of rebuild that program. So I think Tennessee will win big this week and be one of the better teams in the country again this year. Okay. Uh, Larry Tisdale, uh, you know, UVA has the reputation for being a great academic school. It hasn't really been a national contender since uh, Herman Moore and uh, those guys were out there. But uh, they're going into Nashville uh, right in the heart of uh, Tennessee. Uh, what are you thinking? Oh, that's a whooping coming up on them. Uh, I don't think they can run <laughs> with Tennessee. I, I think Tennessee left, left some, you know, some meat on the bone last year. And, mm-hmm. you know, Milton played. We saw Milton play, and he could be, you know, this young fellow to play. Um, and also backed up by the young boy, Nico. But, uh I, they are talented everywhere. Uh, and, again, I think that they thought that they left something on the table last year. Uh, and probably as good as a year as it was is a little disappointing. And, and to your point, whether it's an academic or it's just not a football school as of yet, probably more, more known for basketball, I don't see them uh, able to run with uh, Tennessee. Okay, Carlos. In my top 16. Okay, okay. Uh, Carlos, what are your thoughts? They're playing in Nashville, uh, UVA, <laughs> You played against them, uh, you know, for years in the ACC. Um, what are their prospects going out there? Well, I think, as it's already been stated, that Tennessee kind of – I think they're going to kind of play with a chip on their shoulder this year. Like, they did leave something and they could do a little bit more. And I think Joe Milton particularly is looking at it that way. Um, this young man has – a huge upside and a huge arm. I mean, yeah. I watched him just like messing around, throwing the ball mm-hmm. 60, 70 yards, looking like he's flicking his wrist. So as long as they have a, a running game, which they do, and they can stretch that field, I think it's going to be a long day for the Cavaliers. So I think the Vows win going away. Okay, Duck, uh, Carlos points out Joe Milton. Joe Milton was uh, the starting quarterback at Michigan before he got hurt. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm star singing Rocky Top. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Princess, what are, you, what are your thoughts, UVA and Tennessee? You said that last year against South Carolina, Rocky Top in the morning, Rocky Top at lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> they came into Columbia and went home with the loss. But um, Tennessee <laughs> is the 28-point favorite, and I, I think they cover all of that. Um, Virginia can't take a, a playoff, and I, I don't I don't see how they hang with them for four quarters. So um, in this one instance for 2023, I'm going to agree with you, Doug. Uh-oh. Okay. Okay, I'm going to stay with you, Princess, um, on this um... – Colorado and TCU. TCU was in the national championship game last year, uh, got throttled after beating Michigan. Um, but then um, you've got Colorado, who 
has probably done more in the transfer portal, uh, in addition to the guys that um, that uh, Dion brought with him from Jackson State, and they're acting like they're going to be pretty good. Uh, what, what are your thoughts against uh, TCU? I, I think TCU wins this game easily. Um, um, I, you know, I give uh, Dion some credit. I'm sorry, Coach Dion Sanders some credit. And um, I hear that the safeties and DPs are really well. He has two number ones back there. Um, and I, I want to see what Shadur Sanders does. But I just don't think with 55 new transfers in that they have gotten everybody on the same page that quick to to beat TCU. And TCU needs to prove themselves with someone after losing 65-7. to But I, I think it's a, it's a three-touchdown win by TCU. Well, 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 where are they playing this game, uh, TCU and Colorado? TCU. Oh, they're playing it in Fort Worth. In Fort Worth. Oh, wow. Yeah, but TCU, um, but, um, I'm optimistic about what Coach Prime can do with Colorado, just not this year. I mean, I think every program needs that one-year rebuild. TCU's already, you know, coming off a playoff appearance last year, a Big 12 championship. I think, or I think they were runner-up, but I think they'll um, – continue to have a strong season this year and win this one uh, by multiple scores. Okay, Doctor, what are your thoughts on this game? Play my theme music. Um. <laughs> 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 no, I, think, I, I, I agree with Will. I think Colorado's going to take them a year to kind of get going. And even though TCU lost, you know, Duggan and Quentin Johnson, I think they'll reload, and um, especially in Fort Worth. I think uh, Dion's coming out party will be dampered. Okay. Larry Tisdale, what are your thoughts? The TCU and Colorado. Yeah, to jump on board. I'm a a firm believer in what Dion is doing. Um, He's using the portal as good as anybody. Uh, I am certain that program will be much better than it was last year. Uh, But you're facing the TCU team that, again, is playing for a national championship and embarrassed. I see them coming out as a statement game. But this is a big statement game for, for Dion also. I imagine, you know, deep down that, you know, he has to say that they just need to get out there and not get in jail. Uh, it, it would be a victory for them because TCU is just way too talented uh, to be within probably three scores. So if he held it within wow. three scores, I think Colorado would be doing a, a really good job uh, for their first mm-hmm. game at, at this level in year. So, yeah, TCU, but, but hopefully only by 21. Okay. Dunk, uh, the, the, you know, I look at the promos, man, and they, they, they hype it up like Dion's playing. We coming. <laughs> hey, 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 uh, and I hate to disagree with everybody on here, but I do. I heard it from Ir- I heard it from Urban Meyer, so if Urban said it, <laughs> I'm going with Colorado. Uh, I'm going to turn your mic off. Get you urban, Carlos Bradley. Dion's your favorite coach. We all know. Uh, tell us what you think about that Colorado TCU game. <laughs> I um, of course, I don't know what to think about the Colorado team yet. I know there's a lot of hype around it, understandably so. But I think TCU is strong. I think TCU just needs to regroup with the talent base they have and get their confidence together, and I think this is a confidence-building game. So I think TCU will prevail. I think uh, Dion will do – I think I, I think Colorado won two games last year. One. One, One. One game. Wow. So so I predicted they'll do 100% better, and I predicted they would win <laughs> at least four. Okay? But I don't think it starts this week. Can I just say this? This game is on national television, um, and the promotions are Deion Sanders, and we're coming. We're ready. Right. And all of this is on Fox. That I, think it, I think it's a 12 o'clock game. But this game would not be on if it were not for Coach Deion Sanders. It would not be That's on cool. TV. You know, That's right. um, and and I think it's a twenty point. I think they're twenty point favorites, but this game is on because of what he's done, 
who he is and how he has sold it with Michael Irvin being there on Saturday and Warren Sapp being there yesterday. But, you know, it's still going to be a a loss. But I I think they're, you know, they're better for having him there. He said said we coming, we watching. We watching. (laughs) Oh, I'm watching. They have a big audience. Yeah, they'll be watching. But this is not, as as Prince has pointed out, this is not exactly uh, Cordell and uh, Eric Bietemi, uh Colorado. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. We, don't know. Know. we got to see what they are. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Carlos, what about Ohio State and uh, Indiana? Indiana usually plays, they give Ohio State trouble, even when they're not that great. Yes, they do. They give them, they give them trouble. And I think, I'm going to Ohio State, and I think the big question here is the quarterback position for Ohio State. Um, there's a change there, and Marvin Harrison's high school teammate was one of the guys in the shootout to be quarterback. Um, I'm not quite sure who prevailed, but I think that will make it interesting. But I still think Ohio State will win. Okay, Doc Basil, what are you thinking, Ohio State and Indiana? Yeah, you know, Ohio State's a machine. I mean, they're, you know, their quarterbacks may not fare that well in the pros, but they just seem to turn them out at Ohio State. And the receiving factory, I guess, their heart line is just ridiculous. And they always got a strong running game. And I think this year they're going to have a, a better line than they normally have. So um, I think Ohio State's going to win big. Okay, uh, Will Harris, what do you thought? So Ohio State and Indiana. Yeah, I got Ohio State. I just think they're loaded this year. The question becomes, you know, what kind of what are they going to get from that quarterback position? But you look at their the skill positions on offense. Marvin Harrison, Ibuka's coming back. You got Henderson, Williams, their running back. Just a stack, probably one of the better offensive skill position rooms in the country. We'll see how the defense plays, but I think uh, Ohio State wins this one pretty big. Mm-hmm. Princess, uh, we you remember last year we were talking about midway through, well, actually three quarters of the way through the season, we were talking about Ohio State being the most impressive team that we had seen, even though they, they were playing yeah. on the SEC schedule. And when they went up against Georgia, they proved to be every bit uh, capable of playing with the big boys. Um, they lost a few guys, but they've got a lot of people back this year. Uh, what do you think about them against Indiana? Yeah, you know um... – in um, Ohio State is going to Indiana, and they are a 31-point favorite. That says a lot within itself. Um, but, again, as Will Harris said, you know, just a lock of or a room full of, of you know, professional talent that's there with Harrison back and in, in, in others. So I don't see this changing, you know, and, and I think Ryan Day does. He just re, reboots and, and uh, refills and, and doesn't have to – recover like other teams does, and, and I, I think this is going to be a, a one-sided game for sure. Um, Duck, uh, Indiana, Ohio State, um, they, they, you know, I know the spread is, is huge, but they rarely beat Indiana very badly. Yeah, and plus, you know, like you said, Indiana's got a chip on the shoulder, and Coach Allen is fighting. He's on the hot seat with Coach Brown, so I'm sure he, he'll have them all pumped up for Ohio State. I don't know if Ohio State would beat them by 31. So I, I think it would be closer than that. Okay. Larry Tisdale, what do you think of Ohio State, Indiana? Yeah. yeah. I can't see. I, first game of the year, uh, they need to have a statement game. They know Indiana plays them fairly well compared to a lot of other uh, teams that they play. Um, Harrison out there is probably top two, three players at any position coming out next year if he came out in the draft. Um, and his quarterback, McCord, that he played with at St. Joe's Prep, it's got a gun. So if, if, if he's in a battle with somebody, I think they're in good hands at quarterback. Uh, I think the princess's uh, point, they reload. Um, they dominate. They get the best players uh, from that region of the country in America. They just reload. They'll be in the top four. Uh, this could get ugly really quick. Wow. You mentioned St. Joe's Prep. I saw them playing against IMG Academy. Uh, they play good football. Yeah. Yeah, I watched it too. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, let me stay with you, Larry. Um, how about uh, the Battle of the Carolinas, North Carolina and South Carolina? Oh, you know, 
South Carolina is, is, is the football school. Um, so I, it, it's off of the bat. I expect that this is better. I'm not sure who's starting quarterback at, at North Carolina uh, this year. Trick May. May. Yeah. Trick May. Yeah. And, so if, 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 and if May is still there, then, oh, boy. I think Heisman I, I Trophy think candidate. He's got a, yeah, he's a Heisman Trophy candidate, top five in the country. Um, so even with that, if they surrounded him with any kind of an offensive line and anything, I think he's a pro. So I, I, I'm going with North Carolina. Okay, Doc, uh, Drake May against uh, Spencer Rattler. Yeah. Um, that game's in Charlotte. Doc, are you, are you throwing out the uh, – flipping the coin for that game? If I could, <laughs> he can't walk. <laughs> They're going to zoom in on me in front of the TV. I'm going to flip it here. Uh, I hope it's it's only a coin he's flipping. (laughs) Um, But I I, I think, uh, you know, Drake May, they they haven't seemed to be able to surround him with uh, the talent, the requisite talent that he needs. Um, and so I think South Carolina is going to win this game. <laughs> Carlos, you're familiar with that area of the country. What What are you thinking, North Carolina and South Carolina? Well, it, it you know South Carolina has been a team that has talent but underachieves, and you know we never know. Just like we don't know with Colorado, we never know what team's going to show up. But I think North Carolina offensively has firepower, which we know, but they had a ton of problems on defense. I mean, going into the spring, they had seven DBs and six were in the portal. Hmm. So I don't even know how they got through spring ball. But I think defensively, you know, they were giving up like 46 points a game or something last year. I think Appalachian put 50 on them, didn't they? Yeah. 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 I think that's where the issue is. So I think, you know, I'm going with South Carolina in this game just to play consistent and to play steady. Okay. Will Harris, what do you think of North Carolina, South Carolina? Yeah, it's hard to predict South Carolina. There's a talented team. We saw them last year uh, at home against Tennessee, blow them out. the quarterback rattler had one of the best games of his entire college career, but what team are you going to get? Uh, North Carolina's coming in. You got Drake May, probably going to be a top five NFL draft pick and a Heisman Trophy candidate. I just don't know if he has the same help that rattler has on South Carolina. I think the Gamecocks have a talented team on both sides, and I'll pick them to win this one. Okay, Princess, you're down in Columbia, so you know a little bit about you know Young Beamer's team and. Um, they, they seemed like they were up and down last year. They they ended the season pretty strong with a win against uh, Clemson, and they beat Tennessee. But uh, what are you expecting against North Carolina? You know, um, I think they're still riding high off of that. Um, I think they're a better team than they were last year, and I think Spencer Rattler has improved. You saw him get better and better at the end of the season um, to beat Tennessee and to beat Clemson. And I think they won their bowl game, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. I think yeah. they played um, Notre Dame in the bowl game. Um, but I'm, I'm going to pick South Carolina, but I agree with everybody that sometimes you just don't know what you, what you get, but they're not that far away from home. Um, the, the line is only two points, which means this is really close. I like May. But I think Shane Beamer has done a really good job in convincing these players to play beyond sometimes their talent. But I think they've improved at running back and at tight end. Um, And, you know, I think this defense will be serviceable. I'm going to pick South Carolina. And the word is here in Columbia, if they can win games one and two, they can go into Athens and Georgia between the hedges in week three. And, and compete and maybe come out with an upset. So I'm going to pick them here, but that's about it. Okay. Uh, Duck, um, I want to ask you, um, I, I understand Buford, Georgia, the top team in Georgia came into town this weekend and played against Mallet Creek, and they had a barn burner of a high school football game down there in Charlotte. Um, tell me what you heard about that, and then tell me about North Carolina, South Carolina. Well, 
I think they underestimated uh, Mallet Creek, especially after coming off that uh, beating St. Francis and having that fight on TV. So I, I don't know if they were able to play all of their players or not okay. because uh, I'm sure I'm sure somebody got penalized for the fight. But uh, Mallet Creek has a pretty good team, and, and we'll hear more about it because Donald Jones that we have on tomorrow night, his son – it's a linebacker for Mallet Creek. Oh, okay, okay. So, so I, I'll kind of save I'll save that for let Donald, you know, do his thing tomorrow. But uh, the South Carolina and North Carolina is kind of toss up for me because I have a one of my former players is the the new D back coach for North Carolina, and the offensive line coach is one of my players from New Jersey also. So I'm gonna I'm gonna flip a coin right now. UNC and upset. <laughs> okay. All right. You, you, you actually did you catch the the flip? You flipped the coin and caught. No. Look, it's here. It's here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Who are the coaches out there? Uh, uh, Lionel Teasley at UNC. I mean, at South Carolina O line coach and Tyrone Greenwood. Oh, you know the Greenwood family. He's at UNC. Okay. Good people. Okay, Doug. You. Uh, okay. Let's let's look at the uh, the shame game. I right. <laughs> I'm gonna start, start stay with you, Tim. Warford versus uh, it. Uh, uh, Pitt 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 or Marla. That 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 won't be much of a contest. Uh, Francis? Um, uh, Pitt, for sure. Um, And and I don't know why you're calling it the shame game, Um, just because, you know, you take a powder puff in them, you know, for your first game. A lot of teams have done that, uh, for sure. Somebody's playing Tennessee State. Is that Alabama? So, you know, I don't know why you say the shame game. (laughs) You need to stop that. Definitely the shame (laughs) game. I'm telling Coach DeVoe. Yeah, Doc, Doc, who are you taking in the shame game? You know, I want I want to take Walford, but, I mean, then their mascots are Terriers, man. So, I mean, come on. <laughs> so I got to go with Pitt. Doc, you're being so petty. You sound like me. I want to take Walford. <laughs> All right, Will, who you got, Will? Yeah, I got uh, Pitt in this one, starting the season off with a smaller school to try to get one and up. That's how they do. But anyway, all right, Carlos. Got Pitt big, no problem. All right. Larry? Yeah, that's a done deal. Pitt big. Pitt runs away with this one. Everybody everybody on the roster plays. <laughs> okay. Uh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Make sure we tell Coach DeVoe that too. But anyway, all right. All right. Let's 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 go to the real no, game. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. You didn't pick, Duck. We want your prediction. Who wins, Pitt or, or Walford? I'm taking I'm taking Walford all the way. I know See, you are. You're petty. You're more petty than me. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going Wofford. I don't care what's happening. Hopefully, hopefully Pitt missed the plane. But anyway, all right. Uh-huh. <laughs> let's go to the let's go to the headliner, the one that everybody wants to see: West Virginia Mountaineers versus We Aren't. All right. Oh boy. All right. Let's go with you, Larry. Wow. Yeah. I, as I said in the beginning, you were injured. I didn't want to jump on you. Um, I, I, I did. Yeah. Hold on, Don't cut, 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 cut his mic. Cut his mic, Francis. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. I had to suffer I, through the Florida Utah. I want to see I what just, these jokers uh, do now. I, I Come don't on, see everybody. this. I am hopeful. You know, we got little Trotter, my son, and then you know some of the Trotters played together growing up. So. I know you got him up there now. Um, so sentimentally, I'd like to pick them, and, and I'll root for them. But boy, Penn State will come out, and they they, they might just run up and down for a little bit. So <laughs> I, uh, 
I hope you got some aspirin. <laughs> okay, I, I, and, and we can. I can barely hear Larry. Oh, I got. <laughs> I heard him. He 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 picked Penn State. I heard him. No. Doc, what you got for us? You know, Doc. Um, oh, goodness, man. <laughs> and you saw it off like that. That's not a good sign, Doc. Let me let me finish. Let me finish. You know, my, okay. my heart says, my heart says, you know, West Virginia, but my head says Mountaineers. Let's go, Mountaineers! Come on, <laughs> oh, Doc, 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 you got me. Yeah, at go ahead, Doc. <laughs> Let's go. Oh. Okay, I oh, right. I'll be up in there. I'll be up in there in my own way. All right. Yep. Yeah, don't worry the wrong stuff, Doc. All right. Pressure. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, well, number one, Reverend Robinson has listened to the show, so I now have to behave. Um, and number two, <laughs> I am just not going to go against West Virginia and Sean Martin. I'm picking West Virginia. My, that's what I'm talking about, Francis. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Uh, Will Harris. I think it'll be close. I think uh, Penn State situation, again, you know, they never had stability there. They had a competition going on this summer. I'm not sure if they have a pick two of the guys that's going to start is yet, but they're just an uh, inconsistent team, never live up to their expectations because of that. I think it'll be a, a close one. I'll go with West Virginia, a close game, a close win here. Well, you scared. You scared. Well, <laughs> you can come back next week, Will. You can pick who Will. you want. Will, 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 we're family, Will. Thanks, thanks Will. Right. And we'll open up your mic. All right. This, this, this one is going to probably hurt me, but let's go with it. What you got, Carlos? <laughs> Well, we got we got Young Trotter, St. Joe's Brett product, hitting up the West, the Mountaineers, and uh, they got to bring that D because Penn State's got two explosive running backs. Um, I think Penn State, I think Penn State wins this in a close one. Sorry, Doug. Okay, all right, all right. Let's go to uh, let's go to Sunday's game, which I was surprised. We're going to uh, Rutgers with shirts on versus Northwestern with <laughs> the Fasinas. <laughs> They're going to play shirts and seniors on Sunday. Jeff, did you get Tim's prediction for West yeah. Virginia and Penn State? Tim had to run. We'll get him tomorrow oh. night. Yeah. So, okay. Carlos, right, who you got in the shirts and seniors <laughs> game, Rutgers or Northwestern? <laughs> Um, you know, I I don't even know how Northwestern is even playing football this year with everything that was going on there. Right. I mean, seriously, I, I don't know how they're pulling it together, but I know the Rutgers coach is trying to develop something there. And in question, I'm going to go with Rutgers in this one. Okay. Larry, Rutgers, Northwestern. Yeah, along the along the same lines. Um, Rutgers, Rutgers needs to do something. You know, Chiano's back, and they've really not been what they probably expected up there in Piscataway. Um, it's been somewhat disappointing. But Northwestern, my goodness, the turmoil that they're dealing with. Maybe they rally. You know, behind uh, behind their own coach. Maybe this brings that team together. Because uh, they're probably. A, a little better talented, at least they were last year playing. I'm I'm, I'm a Rutgers fan base, but I'm going to go out the way. I'm going to go with Northwestern. Okay, Will Harris. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Rutgers in this one. I just think Northwestern in the program in a mess right now. Uncertain what's going to happen going forward. Maybe they do rally around their new coach, but I'm going to go with uh, Ciano getting a win in his return. All right, Precious. I, I'm going to put it simple. I refuse to support Northwestern until they get rid of that entire staff that perpetuated all of that foolishness, Rus- Rutgers. <laughs> all right. Uh, Doc. Yeah, I think Northwestern's either going to rally around their coach or 
just fall apart, and I don't think they're going to fall apart. I got Rutgers. Okay. How, do, how do you rally around a coach? How do you rally around a coach when you have all those assistant coaches that really know See what went there. on? Well, yeah. they've been talking about it like, you know, they don't know how you rally around that. Oh, I, I understand that, but they weren't they wearing shirts like a couple of weeks ago in support? Can't not all everybody. Yeah. Not, not everybody. Yeah, but yeah, some of them were. it just seems like it's too much disarray. Yeah. I stand right with you, Doc. LSU, FSU. You know, I've gone back and forth in this game. Um, I, I, you know, I, I think Florida State needs it more. Um, to kind of keep the momentum going, but I think I got to go to LSU as much as I am not a fan of uh, their coach. All right, Princess? I'm not a fan of either one of these teams, but <laughs> I'm picking LSU and Brian Kelly all day before I pick FSU. I have not released my pettiness from 2022 when it comes to Florida State. So LSU wins, and they win by two touchdowns. I will. Yeah, I think this will be a close game. I think Florida State will be much improved this year. They'll probably um, start competing for the ACC again, but LSU returning a lot of players. Daniels is back. Um, the coach, Kelly, I, you know, made fun of him last year, but he finished pretty strong and had a decent first season. So I'll take LSU in this one in a close game. Larry. Yeah, where's the where's the game being played? Tallahassee. No, it's uh, Tallahassee. Yeah, yeah. And they may have to do something with the hurricane camp. No, I think they may move it to neutral site. It's a neutral site. I think it's uh. It's in Orlando, I think. Yeah, Orlando. Yeah, it's neutral. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Um, you know, along the lines of Princess and being petty. As long as Brian Kelly's there, I, I, and, and, I, and I like LSU as a, as a program prior to him getting there, uh, I, I, I'm not ever voting for him. Um, so I'm going with Florida State uh, to hopefully uh, get back to some prominence. Uh, yeah, I'm not a Brian Kelly fan. I'm okay. Southern accent. All right, Carlos. All right, I'm not a Brian, Brian Kelly fan either, but they got a lot of talent. They got a lot of talent. I really think LSU is going to be in the top ten teams this year. And uh, Florida State, also a talented team. And and like we said about the other Florida team, we never know which team is going to show up. So I'm going with LSU. Okay, staying right with you uh, for the Monday night game, uh, Clemson versus Duke, and Duke's quarterback is getting a lot of hype. Your thoughts, uh, Carlos? So Duke is – I think this is going to be a tougher game than we normally think of Duke and Clemson, but Duke has been playing better, winning close games with their field goal kicker, things like that. Um, But I do think Clemson will be able to pull it together and pull this one out. Larry. Clemson and Duke. Clemson all day. I, you know, and I, I guess the boy Riley Leonard uh, is getting all this uh, notoriety and, and, you know, the dual threat quarterback. Uh, yeah, Clemson, Clemson should be reloaded trying to make up uh, national prominence again. I got them uh, winning big. All right, Will, Clemson and Duke. I got Clemson winning big in this one. I think the quarterback club Nick is the guy to look out for. Uh, Doc? Clemson Duke. Yeah, I agree. Clemson, they need to show that they're still one of the better programs in the country, and they're going to start this week at Clemson. All right, Princess. Clemson and Duke, and take us out of here. Yeah, Kate Clutton, this is his team now. DJ is now with um, Oregon State, but um, uh, Clemson is a two-touchdown favorite, and and I think they cover that and and, and win big. I, I think they need to prove something. After last year and how they ended it, and especially losing the, to South Carolina, I think they went big in, in the opener, um, um, despite this young man who's a dual threat quarterback for Duke. Um, so I'm going to pick them. Shout out to Tori, Sean Martin, West Virginia. You all have a great game. Um, we didn't have time to, to do the beefing, but I was beefing with everybody that picked Utah 
and then pick West Virginia. It's going to be close. I'm going to pick Penn State, but it's going to be close. I'm I'm beefing with all of y'all, but again, again, gentlemen, thank you. Duck Riley, Tim Moore, Larry Tisdale, I don't want to forget that, Carlos Bradley, Will Harris, and Doc Basil. Y'all have a great evening. I appreciate you all, okay? Doc, uh, we're, the right color, Doc. we're the right color, Doc. Doc, I hope that foot recovers. I know. Don't go get Audrey to get you some water, okay? Don't don't stay on that foot. Okay. Never had it so good. We'll be back tomorrow. <laughs>